stop right there. Before we continue with this video, I need you to do me the one biggest thing you can do for this show, and that is to like, comment, share, subscribe. Please follow us on Instagram, on Twitter, and like us on Facebook at W-R-E-W-I-N-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. And you can also please, 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 please help us reach our subscriber goals. Thank you, and let's get on with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Rewind Wrestling Podcast. You guys know I am Ted. With me today is Mike. He is back here on the show. Mike, thank you for, uh, for joining us here today. For anyone that hasn't done so already, please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe. Check out all the stuff we have up on the channel on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. We have over 70 videos up on YouTube. We have... Um, something like 50 episodes up on the up on wherever you can get your podcast from. So we have a ton of stuff out there. Go take a look. Uh, the growth has really been awesome. And, uh, you know, today I want to get right into it, man. I don't want to, I don't want to mince words or take up too much time. Um, you know, there's been some, some crazy rumors coming out of the WWE realm in the last uh, 48 hours or so. And the, the biggest one, that has come out is that uh, Dutch Mantel sent out a tweet that was he has a direct line from from Connecticut that WWE is looking to sell to either Fox or ESPN, and it could happen as early as Memorial Day this year. Um, Mike, I, I want to get your opinion on this. What do you what do you think about this, man? You know, once you hit a certain age, you know, you might want to walk away and just retire and go off into the sun in McMahon's eyes. But um, realistically, if either company touches this product, they're going to lose a lot of legitimacy for their other products that they have when it comes to sports. I, I honestly don't think that it would be a good idea for either company to purchase WWE because when it really boils down to it, wrestling itself isn't fake, but the scripted outcome side of it is what would really harm the legitimacy of a sports channel or a channel that does anything to do with sports because there's always those doubts. There's rumors like, you know, like the Patriots were rigged to win, you know, the Yankees and stuff like that. And, you know, the scandals that came out with the NBA, with the officials doing what they were doing. Um, the downside would be the legitimacy. The plus side would be, I don't think the territories would come back. But... I feel like there would be a more cost-effective way of doing things. And what would end up happening is uh, we could see them not making as much travel, but then again, we could also make them seeing more travel with the broader side of things. Um, it's, it's a really tough call, especially with uh, the way that they do their contracts too. Because once you... Once you take away the McMahons and the power that they have from the company, uh, the way that they do contracts with their wrestlers, where they call them independent contractors, that's going to all go by the wayside. 
Yeah, I, I was talking to someone in the business last night, and um, and he he and I were talking about how the WWE still calls their people independent contractors. And here's the thing: is that at that point they aren't independent contractors. You know, AEW, yeah, they're still kind of independent contractors. They have an option to go elsewhere and do things. They they aren't there 300 days a year. As um, long as it doesn't conflict, they're able to do what they want. Right, exactly. Um, with WWE, there's not that option, man. They don't let their people do, you know, indie shows or um, or independent signings. I mean, we saw what happened with all the um, all the cons last year, where they were pulling people like Angle and the Undertaker off of the con circuit. Um, yeah, you know, they they I, aren't letting people make their own money, so therefore they can't be claimed as independent contractors because they aren't independent. They are they are held to the standard that is the WWE, and they should be contracted and, as full time employees. And the problem is, is that McMahon, Linda, and Vince both are deep, deep, deep in the current regime of government's pockets. It's literally going to get dismissed. It's the same thing with the head with the head injuries. Like you got every other product of sport out there that sets up a pension program for the retirees except for professional wrestling yeah and they can't like say if like i had a kid and he came up to me and said like that i want to be a professional wrestler um with the current state of things and the way that things go i would literally look at him in the face and just be like no no, I wouldn't suggest it. And I would give them the breakdown of everything. Yeah. And I think that's the one thing that uh, that would change with the sale because, like it or not, like ESPN and Fox, they don't have the clout McMahon's do. Nobody's going to feel bad for them in court or be influenced by them in court. I mean, I, I don't um, know, man. Uh, for you to say they don't have as much clout, I feel like I feel like that's a mistake because, frankly, they're both Disney products now, you know, and and Disney is the ultimate clout. It's bigger than the McMahon's. That's fine, but it's been proven in courts multiple times that Disney is not impervious to suits. Well, yeah, but neither are the McMahon's. Yeah, but. McMahon's had suits thrown out easily. Yeah. Well, I want to I want to talk about a little bit about something that I think is fueling this fire a little bit, Mike, and that is the report that came out. Uh, it came out from multiple sources yesterday, and it was uh, I think the the two best versions of the story, the most well written versions of the story, came from Wrestle Talk News and from WrestleZone. And that is that the WWE is currently open to giving more talents the release if they request it because they are in such a financial bind right now that they need to, to air out their contracts a little bit more. And so as such, the report that came out said that pretty much anyone is game. Anyone who kind of asks for their release, uh, they're going to get it. And I think that that's fueling this fire of, well, you know, WWE might be offloading their talent before they go to sale, you know, so that, you know, those people can go work if they want to. I think with something like that, I'll see it. I'll believe it when I see it. And by, I believe when I see it, um, 
Like, say a guy like Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns turns around and says, I want out of my contract. There's no way in hell WWE is letting him out of his contract. I don't know, man. I mean, they're keeping his name off There's of TV no real real close to the chest right now. So, I don't know, man. I, 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 I agree that. with you. I think, I think that some people are getting carried away with this thing, with the XFL. Um, I think it would be wrong for us as a people as a group of people that talk about wrestling on our network to, to not address the rumors. Um, I do agree that I think it's getting a little carried away right now. Yeah, I get that. But, but at the end of the day, I think that, um, I think that we saw Vince, you know, that they're calling it F at Vince, you know? Um, and Vince really looked like that on SmackDown on Friday night. With the Triple H celebration well, thing, man. That was something completely different because anytime something comes up, especially for retiring talent or a talent celebrating an anniversary or something, Vince gets emotional. He's always been known for getting emotional for those those reasons. Look at the suspension that Titus got for touching him when Daniel Bryan had to announce his retirement. Yeah. Like, um, you know, for everybody that says that Triple H slept his way to the top, he really didn't. Oh, like, no, his body of work is sound. It's not his body of work. It's the booking side of things. Like, <sighs> I challenge anybody to point out one person that he supposedly buried that turned out to make millions of dollars outside of WWE as a draw in wrestling. Well, I mean, listen, I'm not going to argue about the Triple H burying thing. I think that's a conversation for a different episode right now. Vince McMahon generally cares about Paul Levesque. Yeah, I mean, as he should. He's the father of his grandchildren. You know, some of his grandchildren, right. you know, they've they've been part so, of the same family for a long time. I understand that Vince was emotional and that he usually is at these types of things. But just the, the way that he expressed himself and the expression that he wore on his face as he did it, it was very uncharacteristic of what we've seen from Vince, even in those emotional circumstances previously. I really do think that this... XFL thing has taken a huge toll on him. And I think the stress of being added to being one of the advisors to the president about reopening sports in the economy um, is taking its toll on him. And at the the age that he's at now, I I think that maybe he might be in a position to finally sell, but I think my, and this will lead into how I think I, you know, I want to wrap this up because I don't want to get this to be too, too long here, but the, um, you know, I, I think it would be silly for them not to sell it to the younger generation instead, right? Like, I think in my best case scenario for how this works and how this comes out, if it does come to fruition, is that it gets sold to Paul and to Stephanie, and they're the people that own the company now. Well, one, they don't have the equity to do it. It would have to be a sweetheart deal. As in, like, Vince would have to take a very large loss to sell it to them. 
because mm-hmm. there's no way between the two of them that they're going to come up with billions of dollars. Because right now, the valuation of the company is close to $2 billion, if I'm not mistaken. <sighs> Two, um, if it doesn't get to the point where they sell, you know, business as usual. This was a bad year. It wasn't just a bad year for them. It was a bad year for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, the other reason why I would not suggest selling the company to another person while leaving like a management team in place is that it never works. It never works because you look at WCW and you had guys there that knew what the hell they were talking about with wrestling. Yet they weren't the guys that were put in charge of finances. I think a lot to do with the networks not complaining about the the ratings has to do with the fact of how much money McMahon is putting in into it versus how much money the networks are putting into it. Once you put a network behind it and they're, you know, on the hook for the money for the actual product and ratings start dipping, you know, you either get people that adjust or you get people that panic. And nine times out of ten, they panic. And they start making, you know, decisions that aren't the best for a realistic, you know, wrestling company. Like, Yeah, I, I understand that. But at the same time, w, it, it makes the most amount of sense in WWE to sell to those two, if it's at all possible, because the two of them are already running you know, between the two of them, 65% of the day-to-day operations. Everyone lauds Triple H over NXT. But what's going on with the other two shows? He's not in creative control of the other two shows. My point is, the money is more in him being in control of those two creative shows than developmental. You're not going to hear argument from me with that. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, Mike, I feel like you're, I feel like you're, you're, you're hesitant to just say, yes, he could do it. Yes, they should do it or no, they shouldn't do it because you want to come up with some kind of argument for this. But at this, at the same time, I feel like, like those are just, those are the two people that should be taking over the company. It shouldn't be Fox or ESPN. It should be those two because they've been doing yeah, it all for the last 10 years. Yeah, but they don't have the capital. Well, they got. They'll find a way to do it. That they're both. They're both huge stockholders in the company as it is. They both and they're also being sued right now for insider trading. They also have positions outside of the company. They also have paychecks coming in from other avenues. Like WWE isn't the only source of income for those two. Every time Stephanie gets one of those quote unquote ambassador titles, she's getting she's getting paid, man. So while capital might be an issue, they could come up with it and they could certainly get the loan for it. Well, let me finish what I'm getting at. If they were to take over, things would get smaller. I don't see that as a bad thing. I don't either, but the product will be completely different. 
Again, I don't see that as a bad thing. I think it's the best case scenario. I, I'm not. I'm not it's looking for like a, a, a long. You know, I, I think that's the best case scenario. You know, I just. I think worst case scenario, they sell it to Fox or to ESPN, and they try to oversportify it. And you're right; it, it takes away from the actual sports that they're act, they're already covering, and it takes away from the product that WWE has built its you know over its existence, and then it it, it fizzles out and dies. Like, I like WWE. I like sports. I, I'm not going to knock like their ability. But I don't want to see an episode of Sports Center that spends like 20 minutes talking about WWE with the other sports because one of these things is not like the other. I agree. You're not going to hear anything different from me. Not going to hear anything um, different from me. I don't want to see the company sold to Triple H or Stephanie because. If it gets sold to Triple H and Stephanie, then it's going to be more of the same stuff. And by same stuff, I mean more of the really bad parts of wrestling when it comes to contracts and the talents and everything. I don't know, man. I don't know. I think that. I think that. I think if WWE sells the company. Very realistically, there will be a wrestler's union. Yeah. If yeah. WWE keeps the company, the wrestlers will never unionize. I don't know if that's true or not. Because if everyone else in the business unionizes outside of WWE, and then WWE tries to sign somebody, and they're like, well, I'm a union guy. You got to go through the union and WWE doesn't want to play ball, they're going to eventually run out of talent. So I, I don't know that, that that's mutually exclusive, but I do think that it does put a huge roadblock in the way of unionization for wrestlers. All right, man, we are, uh, we are just about out of time at this point, um, you know, trying to keep the, the, the episodes to a reasonable amount of time here. Uh, again, thank you for jumping on and sh- just sharing your thoughts on these rumors with me today. I, uh, I appreciate yeah, and that. Like, it's just both of these things are speculation and both of them are really hard to comment on. And you can go the way of, you know, a lot of the pages and a lot of the channels that are on YouTube where, you know, they're talking about this like it's a fact, like it's going to happen. And yep. I refuse to do that. Because the one thing with storytelling with wrestling right now off the news is nobody recants when they they get caught up in BS. And I pride myself on, you know, not having the recant anything that I say. Yeah, man, I, uh, I don't agree with the way that this is being presented in some of the wrestling media for sure. But I do think that it's something that warrants conversation and, uh, and discussion. And uh, I appreciate you giving your time to do that with us here tonight on the pod, man. So yep. uh, bef- before we roll out, uh Folks, go check out all the stuff we have coming out on the channel. We have uh, this is coming out on on Thursday evening, later Thursday night. I'll be filming the Jolton Joe Wrestling Radio Show, where we have Venetius, who is uh, 
He is a wrestler and a promoter from Coastal Championship Wrestling. He will be on the Jolton Joe Show, which will come out sometime on Friday. Uh, we've got the new episode of Wrestle Game Rewind up, where uh, Tyler and Lionel go into the creator wrestler um, portion of the, uh, WWE's 2K19, and uh, they're breaking up the 2Ks into some, you know, into some different chunks, you know, of of gameplay there. And then, uh, you know, I, I just had an interview with Justin America from ACPW uh, that came out yesterday. Well, it came out today as we're filming it. It's Wednesday as we're filming this. And uh, you guys can certainly check that out. That was a fun interview because uh, Mr. America, sir, never, never, ever does anything out of character. So he is, uh, he's completely in gimmick all the time. And uh even on his social media, folks, like you'll notice when you go on his Facebook page and when you go on his Twitter, it says for entertainment only because he's, it's all 100%. He is, he is the Justin America. <laughs> and uh, so that was a really fun interview because he called me a commie a bunch of times. And, um, you know, there's just so much great stuff happening. We're having so many people in from, from different aspects of life in the wrestling world. Um, in a couple of weeks on the Jolton Joe show, we've got uh, Haggerty, the, the ring announcer from, from MLW. He's coming on. And uh, we just had Joseph Samael on, on the Jolton Joe show. And then I've got King Blackie coming. And the last thing, I only have one more spot to fill for our promo battle, which is going to be coming out uh, pretty soon as well. We have a sweet 16 going for promo battles where these guys are going to get pitted against each other and they're going to have to cut promos and you guys are going to get to vote. So all these things are coming and, and we're doing such, you know, such Wait. great stuff. And, uh, and I'm super excited about it. Folks, we got so much stuff coming. Please go check it out. Sub to the YouTube channel. Find us wherever you get your podcast. Sub to us there as well. Give us a listen. Give us a view. Make sure you, you share the content and get it out there for everybody. And uh, make sure to go support one of your local indie wrestlers. You know, we've had Shayla Hyde and DB Craft and Dave, you know, well, Dalton James and, and, and all these guys that have been on, go support somebody, buy some of their merch and make sure that you're helping them out during this time where they are out of work. All right, guys, thank you so much for joining us on the pod. He's been Mike, I've been Ted, and you've been watching the Rewind Wrestling Podcast.